The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. MLB, DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, April 26th edition. Got a 15-game slate on tap for us. We've got some weather to worry about, so it might knock it down a few games. But all in all, pretty good one to break down today. I hope everybody had a good Thursday. Those Mariners, huh? How about the Mariners and a little Marco Gonzalez, Caleb Smith action if you didn't want to pay up. It was a great day for Quick Hits. It was a great day for the Quant Edge batter breakdown. Uh, it was a great day for the Quant Edge uh, member Discord. It was a great day for the Fantasy DJ's Slack chat as Mitch was crushing the showdowns. Diary Work, Tucker got their uh, their game on as well. So lots of good stuff in there. Plus, I mentioned yesterday, MS Squared had their soccer breakdown for you, and they crushed it. So lots of good stuff going on in the Fantasy Sports DJ's Fantasy DJ's Slack chat, which is free to join at your leisure. If you're someone who likes to pay for your information and your tools, that's the more important thing for me. Go to thequantedge.com. They have a great, great lineup optimizer, injury tool, weather tool. So much more coming on. The Vegas tool is amazing. It's like a goddamn fireworks show as lines are changing, colors change on the board. And I'm really looking forward to the um, advanced stats model that's coming out very, very soon. So keep an eye out for all of that uh, at thequantedge.com. And if you'd like to get the season pass for MLB for $124.99, or if you'd like to try all sports for the first month for $19.99 with NBA playoffs live and kicking, or you can get a five-day trial for $5.99. Use promo code Bubba to get what you're looking for there. Last thing here, if you give a rating and review on iTunes, I'd really, really appreciate it. It helped the podcast move up and get bigger and better. All right, we got 15 games on tap as slated. You have weather concerns, but first, let's look at the totals. Marlins, Phillies, 8.5. Padres, Nationals, 7. A's, Blue Jays, 8.5. Brewers, Mets, 7.5. Rays, Red Sox, 8.5. Rockies, Braves, 8.5. Orioles, Twins, 9.5 is your highest total on the slate. Indians, Astros, 8. You got Tigers, White Sox, 8.5. Reds, Cardinals, 8.5. Angels, Royals, 8.5. Cubs, D-backs, 8.5. Pirates, Dodgers, 7.5. Rangers, Mariners, 8.5. And And then Yankees, Giants, 6.5. Two lefties dueling it out by the bay. But you got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. Nine of the 15 games are at 8.5. And we have the one 9.5. So 10 or more, 8.5 or more is where you're kind of looking at on this slate. When you're looking at the weather, though, it's going to be this way for most of the weekend. There's a storm going through the north. 
Uh, kind of went through no- the central part of the north, uh, and now it's up in the northeast. Miami, Philadelphia, wind's blowing out to right about 12 miles an hour, but a lot of rain that tapers off later in the night. So if they go late start, great. But with the whole series and, and familiarity, wouldn't be shocked if this one gets postponed. You never know. San Diego at Washington, wind blowing in from left about 14 miles an hour. Same theory as Philadelphia. The rain comes and it starts to taper off later in the evening. San Diego doesn't come here often, but they could try a doubleheader over the weekend, so keep an eye on that one. Um, Tampa Bay, Boston, that's just a wet mess. That just gets wet, 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 and they play each other a ton this year, so I don't see the uh, need to go that way. Um, Milwaukee and the Mets, wind blowing out the left field about 15 miles an hour um, with uh, rain pretty heavy in that one as well. Then, then that's it for the rain. So four games with major rain chances at this moment. And then you got Colorado at Atlanta, wind blowing out the left at 12 miles an hour. Detroit at the White Sox, blowing out to right at about 14 miles an hour. So the Northeast is nasty. The rest of baseball should play just fine on this 15-game slate. Let's get to your pitching on this slate. Got a couple doozies. You got Mad Max Scherzer hitting the mound at 10-4 against the San Diego Padres. Uh, Max threw a bullpen. On Tuesday, a side session on Wednesday, everybody said he's good to go. He tweaked the muscle on Sunday um, in his rib side, rib cage, but everybody says he's good to go. If he's good to go for me, then I'm good to go with him. Let's hope that, that they're not fooling us here, but I doubt they'd risk it with Mad Max. Max has seven or more Ks in every start this year. He's got legit 30-point upside, and he's, he's, he's scuffled from time to time this year. He will give up long balls. We know that. But he's facing a Padres team that strikes out 26.5% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Uh, he's got a 35% K rate, 16% swinging strike rate. Again, gives up some home runs from time to time. <clears throat> but overall, it's Mad Max. It's only 10-4 for Mad Max, which is outstanding. Chicago has the lowest team total of 2.8. Lefties, 261. Righties, 246. They have a 286 Woba versus right-handed pitching. Biggest thing, though, is watch the weather in that one. Is I think they'll try to get that one in, but uh, keep your eye on that. Uh, DeGrom is 10,000. I'm not going to touch him right now because I don't know what the heck's going on with the barky elbow. Need an MRI, don't need an MRI. He's off the DL. On, I have no idea what he's doing. And the weather's nasty there. So I'll be off him. If he pitches, great, so be it. But uh, I honestly wouldn't mind some Milwaukee bats to be contrarian in that one. But when you get down to James Paxton, $9,600 at the San Francisco Giants. Paxton's been outstanding his last two starts. Six shutout innings with 12 Ks against the Royals. Eight shutout, two-hit shutout innings with 12 Ks against the Red Sox. 35 and 43.6 DraftKings points total. He's had 20 or more in three of his four starts. He's looked pure filth, and he gets to go to AT&T Park. Yes, it is always AT&T in my heart. You can call it Oracle all you want, but it is AT&T Park. Facing a Giants team, which strikes out almost 23% of the time versus lefties. Paxton, 33% K rate. Decent uh, 40% ground ball rate. And the Giants are horrible versus lefties. A 3.15 team total. Lefties 273, righties 291 versus Pax. And when you look at the Giants, uh, 270 Woba, 128 ISO. Weather is totally fine out here in California. So get me all the James Paxton you can get. I think he's a phenomenal play. I got I got Max 1 just out of pure respect. But in reality, it's Paxton 1. It's Max 2. That's where I'm going 9K and above. That's, that's the mix for me. Paxton is in a lock and load spot if you're paying up tonight. Uh, if, he, if he blows it here, then it's just one of those Giants Friday, Orange Friday miracles that happen from time to time. Now, when you drop down a little farther, you get to Charlie Morton at $8,500. going to be a wet one there in Boston, so keep the, keep aware of that. But he is GPP relevant against the Red Sox. Don't hate that at all. Call him to Q, $8,300 at home against Cleveland, looking for a bounce back as he got shellacked 
at the Texas Rangers. Tough ballpark to pitch in. Sneaky good team from time to time. He went three and a third, gave up nine earned runs for minus 14.5. Prior to that, though, 20 or more points in three straight at Oakland, home against the Yanks. Um, actually, four straight at home against Oakland and at Tampa Bay. He's been outstanding this year outside of one bad start against Texas. I'll take the bounce back there. I'll take a lower-owned Colin McHugh in that matchup um, against Cleveland, a team that strikes out 25% of the time versus right-handed pitching. We saw what uh, Garrett Cole did last night. He had two solo shots, still struck out eight. Um, McHugh's got a 31% K rate. Does give up a lot of fly balls, so you might get some uh, Cleveland homers in that one. But I do like me some McHugh. Lefty's 306, righty's 242 versus McHugh. And Cleveland, a 278 Woba and a 122 ice. So there's some bad baseball teams looking at this chart today. So um, Cleveland is one of them. And you get McHugh at 8300 Big fan of that. The next best pitcher on this slate outside of uh, James Paxton when you come on down is Hung Jin Ryu at 8200 at home against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Ryu, uh, we know he went to the DL, but he bounced back five and two-thirds, six hits, two earned on two solo shots against the Milwaukee Brewers in Milwaukee. Struck out nine. That's an outstanding start. It's a very, very good offense. Now he gets a Pittsburgh Pirates team that strikes out almost 21% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Ryu, 28% K rate, 46% ground ball rate. And you got a Pirates team with a team total of 3.2. It's fourth lowest on the slate. It goes Scherzer, DeGrom, Paxton, Ryu. Lefty's 308, righty's 268 versus Ryu. And the Pirates are one of the worst teams in baseball versus left-handed pitching. They're worse than the Giants. I mentioned the Giants versus Paxton, 270 Woba, 128 ISO. The Pirates, 255 Woba. 0.099 ISO. They are very, very bad versus left-handed pitching. So Hungjin Ryu, it's always a question mark of how deep is he going to go. That That is the question. But if you look at his game logs, he's going about 90 pitches in each start. That's just kind of what he's doing, especially when 92 is last time out. So you give me a 90 or more against a Pittsburgh Pirates team at 8,200 bucks where you got legit, legit 20 to 25 plus point upside. Hungjin Ryu is a phenomenal play at 8200 bucks tonight. Big, big boy play. If I have to make just one lineup, it's Paxton Ryu. That's where I'm going right now. We'll see how the lineups dictate. We'll see how the value of the bats dictate it. But that's where I'm going if I'm making one lineup tonight. Below Ryu, though, if you want to save some cash, Carlos Rodon. I mean, save some cash from Paxton. You go Rodon and Ryu. Don't mind this at all. Rodon has looked phenomenal this year. We've been waiting for this guy for a long, long time. 17 or more points in 4 or 5. 20 and a half or more in 3 or 5. Uh, six innings, one earned on a solo shot to Detroit. Six Ks. He has five or more Ks in every start this season. He's been very good at 289 ERA to go along with all the greatness that is Carlos Rodon this season. And with Rodon, it's always been a control thing, and he's controlled it this year. The, his walk rate still is it's high. It's around 10%, but 20% K rate, 42% ground ball rate. And it's a Detroit Tigers team that strikes out almost 26% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Something to definitely target in this one. They have a team total of four. Lefty's 352, righty's 296. So some reverse splits there versus Carlos Rodon. But like some of these other teams we mentioned versus lefties, they suck. 279 Woba, 113 ISO. They really struggle versus left-handed pitching. So Carlos Rodon at $8,100. If you don't want to pay up and you want to get a lot of bats, a Ryu-Rodon combo is very, very sexy as well. And then the last guy in this 8K range is Max Freed. Uh, this kid has been outstanding. He's had a couple bumps in the road, which you'd expect from a young pitcher. But he's coming off a six and a third, seven hits, two earned. Uh, it's back-to-back seven hits, two earned, six or more Indians. Uh, he's got five or more Ks and two of his four starts. He has 20 or more DraftKings points in three of his four. He faced Colorado in Colorado a few starts back with six innings. Give up one run, none earned, four Ks. This kid's been very, very good and very, very efficient since getting his regular role in this starting rotation. He was on Sunday Night Baseball against the Indians his last time out and absolutely dealt. 
He's facing a Colorado team, which I said he already beat up once. They struck out 24% of the time versus lefties. He's got a 53% ground ball rate. Got to limit the walks to go with that 25% strikeout rate. But it's a Colorado team that struggles tremendously outside of Coors Field. They have a 375 team total tonight. Lefties 289, righties 309 versus Freed. And they only have a 276 Woba. That is very bad versus left-handed pitching. 151 ISO is about average, a little close to average, below average. But they are not good versus lefties. So Freed at 8K could be a nice GPP play to pivot off of maybe a Chalky Ryu or Rodon. All right, looking at this 8K range, re-ranking them for you at Ryu 1. Rodon 2, McHugh 3, Freed 4, and uh, Morton 5. That's where I'm going in that range. All right, dropping below the 7K range. Got a couple guys for you here. Martin Perez, 6800 bucks at home against the Baltimore Orioles. Big fan of him picking, pitching at home against the O's here. Um, you know, he's faced him his last time out in Baltimore. Six innings, four earned, two Ks for just below 10 DraftKings points. He had 16 points in Toronto, and he's filthy in Cleveland. It's a, it's a big hit and miss thing. With he's, he's only made two starts so far, the Toronto and the Baltimore game. So basically 10 or more points in his two starts. Uh, he gave up the long ball in Baltimore. It's kind of what you'd expect. But his home start against Toronto, six innings, seven hits, one earned, five Ks. He can definitely take advantage of this Orioles team. A lot of swing and miss in this Orioles lineup. When you look at Perez, the Orioles 20% K rate versus lefties. There's, there seems like there's more swing and miss than that. Uh, Perez has a 50% ground ball rate. Not a huge strikeout guy, but the velocity is up. The swing and miss is going to keep increasing with the new pitch mix he's throwing out there. And Baltimore's got a team total below four. That's something to definitely keep in mind there. Lefty's 303, righty's 373. So there's always that concern there. But Baltimore is definitely one you can attack. They had 298 Woba, 147 ISO versus lefties. So Perez at 6800 bucks is a punt I don't mind at all on this slate. Danny Duffy, 6500 bucks, returning from the, the IL versus the can uh, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. He's at home. Um, he pitched really well. Five and a third scoreless. Uh, struck out seven in his last rehab, rehab start in Double A. Reports were he's uh, his velocity looks great. Everything points to Danny Duffy being ready to rock and roll. We know how iffy Danny Duffy can be. I recorded Bench with Bubba episode one sixty five last night with Ben Palmer from Pitcher List, and he broke down Danny Duffy's sliders last year, and they were horrific. That was his big his big fall off basically. But right now, if, he, if he's controlling that, we're good. The Angels don't strike out a ton. That's the downside, 16% of the time versus lefties. Uh, Duffy gives up a lot of fly balls, a lot of hard contact. But at 6500 bucks, there is a little bit of upside in this matchup uh, against an Angels team with a 276 Woba and a 138 ISO. It's risky. It's very, very risky because you don't know what Danny Duffy you're going to get there. But uh, the Angels struggled to, tremendously versus left-handed pitching. So you can take a punt with Danny Duffy if you so choose. The last guy I'll mention... And we'll talk much more about this in the member Discord at TQE or over on the Fantasy DJ's Slack chat. Is Justice Sheffield. He's getting called up. They talked about it when they signed UC Kikuchi that there would be an occasional just you know opener situation with Kikuchi. That's happening today. Kikuchi, don't pay the 7K or whatever for him. He's just playing the opener, going to get an inning or two. Then they're turning it over to Justice Sheffield, who uh, has a 393 ERA and a 1-5 whip. He's walking everybody. 11 strikeouts to 14 walks across 18 innings in the minors. That's always been Sheffield's issue is the walk rate. He walks too many guys. But for 4K, if you want to take a gamble, I don't hate it. I don't think you need to, but I don't hate it if that's where you choose to go on this 15-gamer. All right, recapping your pitching. Up top, Paxton, Mad Max. In the middle, you got Ryu, Rodon, McHugh, Freed, Morton, in that order. Down below, it's Martin Perez, Danny Duffy, and Justice Sheffield. 
Now to the bats on this massive 15-gamer. I'll try not to just drill on and on and on, but it's a lot of teams to go through here. You look at the likes of Wilson Contreras swinging a hot bat at 47 versus Robbie Ray. You got Mitch Garver versus uh, Alex Cobb, who is a disaster. The Twins are a very, very good play on this slate. They have the highest team total, actually, on this slate at five point, almost 5.6. Lefties, 326. Righties, 369 off Alex Cobb. So those Minnesota Twinkies. Mitch Garver, 46. You get Williams, Ostadio at 42. Uh, very good looks there. Ostadios can play third base as well. As you slide on down, like an Omar Navarez at 4,500 versus Shelby Miller is oh so tasty. We love some Omar. Only four points last night. I didn't like him last night. I, that wasn't my bag. And it, it's tough to pay 4,500 for Navarez, but a really good spot here for Shelby Miller. Don't hate it at all. But as you go down, you look at the likes of maybe a Wilson Ramos against Chase Anderson. If you want to be a little contrarian there, just make sure the game plays as the rain's a mess there. But the Mets... 4.5 team total, and Chase Anderson's got reverse splits out the yin-yang. Lefty's 291, righty's 360. So Wilson Ramos usually batting about fifth in that Mets lineup at 39. Could be a nice play for you. Uh, Brian McCann swinging a decent stick at 3,800 bucks for Antonio Sensatella. The Braves have a 4.75 team total, fourth highest on the slate. Lefty's 313, righty's 324 for Sensatella. So McCann at 38, worth the look as well. But when you get to the White Sox, James McCann, 3700 bucks. You'll have some beef Wellington on the menu as well at 34 against Daniel Norris, a lefty. We know how much McCann loves his lefty, so does beef. But McCann's really swinging a good bat. The White Sox 4-5 team total. Lefty's 376, righty's 351. Um, Brian McCann, or James McCann at 37 and beef Wellington at 34. Some of the better uh, catcher plays I'll be looking at on the slate. If you want to fade Martin Perez, uh, Pedro Severino at 47 or 37 is okay as well, but I'd rather have James McCann at that same price point. As you go down the list, though, like Jorge Alfaro, I don't hate him at 35. Had a couple knocks last night. A guy got six points. He's a decent punt. Uh, you can look at the likes of Kevin Smith or, or Lucroy versus Danny Duffy coming from the right side of the plate there. Don't hate that either. And then other than that, I'd say check your lineups before I go through every catcher, but like Buster Posey, GPP only maybe. Uh, if Michael Perez gets to start for Tampa Bay against uh, Boston and Walden making the start at 33, don't hate that as a punt. I mentioned Luke Roy at 33, Kevin Smith at 34. So lots of ways to go at the catcher's position. That's one of those kind of fill it in late positions tonight. Get your pitchers, get your big boy bats, see what you got for catching after that, and uh, mix and match from there. First base, you got belly balls back home against Chris Archer like that quite a bit. Archer's been pitching well this year. But when you mainly have two pitches for the most part, and if you can't locate them well, you're going to get beat to crap in L.A. Uh, Dodgers have a 4-3 total. Lefty's 320, righty's 318. Belly bombs at the 57. It's expensive, but very, very nice. Uh, yeah, Goldie versus DiScafani at 51 is very intriguing. I mentioned Chase Anderson's reverse splits. Pete Alonso at 5K fits the mold very nicely. I uh, got Dan Vogelbach coming off a 13-pointer last night. He's uh, been kind of quiet of late. Shelby Miller might help with that. 4900 bucks for Vogelbach. I haven't talked about him on the show of late. Don't mind him at all when it comes to this one. Yeah, Trey Boo Boo at 48 versus Martin Perez. You mentioned righties versus Perez. He's definitely in play for you as well. Uh, Brandon Lau, he's now first base eligible as well as second base for the Rays. He's $4,700. Um, the Tampa Bay team total is... Dun, 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 dun. 3.9, uh, but we're still trying to get all the info on who's exactly starting. It looks like it's Walden, though, at the moment, which you can attack with lefties for sure, and probably some righties because he's not that good. As you go down far, though, you get like a Freddie Freeman at 47 or a Justin Smoke at 47 or even a Ronaldo Nunez at 47. So if you want to save some money from up top, 
Those three guys are all in play. I'd rank it Freeman, Smoke, the Nunez, but all really good plays there. Nunez could be a super low on GPP play, but 15-game slate, not usually as worried about ownership as it spreads out pretty well. Going down farther, Jose Abreu versus uh, Daniel Norris, not bad at his $4,500 price tag. Uh, you got uh, G-Man Choi. Uh, he's gone from the team at the moment. At least he's supposed to be. But um, Mitch Moreland, not really at 41. Rowdy Telez at 41. I do like that against Mike Fires. You know, Telez has been kind of quiet of late. You know, two points. But he had a 27-point outburst against the Giants. A 9 and then a 28 against Oakland. So he's starting to flex that muscle again. Great spot here versus Mike Fires tonight at 4100 bucks And Vladito's homecoming game. So don't mind some Rowdy Rowdy at 41. If you so choose to go there. Uh, Ryan Healy had a big night for us last night. He was my GPP first baseman in the batter breakdown. 25 DraftKings points. He's got 25-0-0-12. That is Ryan Healy in a nutshell. We usually target him versus lefties. But uh, Shelby Miller's not your average righty. And that that Rangers bullpen is taxed to the gills. So if you want to be contrarian and save some cash, you go Ryan Healy at 4K. Don't really hate that at all. A few others you can maybe take a look at here. Uh, if Ryan Zimmerman cracks the lineup versus Strom at 38. But like Joey Votto at 38 versus Mikolas is outstanding. I know Votto's back's been banged up. So make sure he's playing and make sure he's he, he's okay. He's been playing really, really rough start to the year here. But 3800 bucks against uh, Mikolas, who's been bad. Uh, GPP-wise, you can take a look at that. Um, other than that, you know, Miguel Cabrera versus Rodon at 36. Maybe not running to go play that. But uh, that's about where I'm at right now, depending on what lineups come out and things change. Second base, you got Whit Merrifield at 49 versus Tyler Skaggs. I like that quite a bat, quite a bit. Um, Skaggs is 7,700. I, I skipped over him because I did my research last night. He wasn't on this list. He's on the list. He's returning from the, the IL. If you want to gamble, you can. There's other options I like tonight, but uh, he is in play versus the Royals, that's for sure. But Whit Merrifield at 49, I like that quite a bit. If you're going up top, Brandon Lau at 47. Mentioned him. Could tell Marte coming off a double donger. At 46 versus Hendricks. But you slide on down some more. You got like Ozzy Albies at home at 45. I'd still kind of try to get up to wit if I'm if I'm paying up in this range here. But you get to the lower fours and it gets a little more interesting. Uh, you got the likes of maybe Colton Wong at 42, depending on how your lineup build goes. You got Michael Chavis, cover boy Don yesterday. Second base, third base at 41. I do respect the heck out of Charlie Morton, though, so be careful there on that move. Like D Gordon, 41 versus Miller, especially in a Seattle stack. Like that quite a bit. He had 15 points last night. 15, 0, 5, and 19 in his last four. When you look at the Mariners, third highest team total at 4.8 behind the Twins and the Phillies. And the Phillies might get rained out. Lefties 424, righties 429 for Shelby Miller. So the, the Mariners are way back in play yet again tonight. I got Robbie Cano. Got a price bump. He's reached the $4,000 range. Good spot there versus Chase Anderson. When you go below 4K though, it gets a little bleaker. You got like maybe Jason Kipnis or Glaber Torres, but good matchups there. I don't mind Eric Sogar leading off second base shortstop at 3,800 versus Mike Fires. 3, 18, 13, 5, 14. So 13 or more in three of his last five. I recommended him a couple times. He's been getting it done for us. I like him versus Fires at 38 if you want to save some cash at the position. Tommy LaStella, he went deep again yesterday. He's 3,700 bucks, 22 DraftKings points. He's GPP only because it's like 22. 0, 3, 0, 30, 0, 0, 13, 14, 0. It's all or nothing with Estella, but 3700 bucks. If he's in the lineup for uh, Duffy, don't hate it, don't love it, but he's cheap and GPP, very, very GPP relevant in that matchup. It's pretty crazy what he's put together there. 
A couple others like Logan Forsythe, first base, second base. You got Kikuchi start, and then Sheffield. So it's lefty, lefty coming in there. And Forsythe does very well versus lefties. DJ on the Mayhew at 36 for his Bumgarner. I'd probably prefer Forsythe over Bumgarner in that matchup. But um, that's kind of where we're looking so far in that one. Nothing else too crazy at the moment. Third base, um, hopefully Rendon comes back soon. But you got Yohan Moncada, Arenado, but Bregman against Kluber is very GPP interesting at 47. Uh, Yandy Diaz at 46, very, very nice there versus Walden. But Eduardo Escobar back home, 4600 bucks. third base shortstop eligible. The dude's crushing at 6, 24, 13, 28, 0, 17. So 17 or more in four of his last six games, or 13 or more in four of his last six games. Going up against Kyle Hendricks, very good pitcher. Finally had a good start his last time out. But you can get him with lefties. Uh, Arizona 4.3 team total. This year he's got reverse splits, but in the past lefties could get to Kyle Hendricks. So um, Escobar at 46, take a look at that. Uh, Josh Donaldson at Sinzatel at 45. I mentioned that uh, mentioned Bubba with uh, Ben Palmer. We talked about Donaldson quite a bit and the um, just uptick in his production here of late. 5.79 with the 39.9. He's hitting the ball insanely hard right now. His X stats show even more production coming his way. Really like me some Donaldson at 4,500. In a good spot there. If Hunter Dozier returns for the Royals, first base, third base eligible at 45 is Tyler Skaggs. You can jump on board there. And then here he is. Can't wait to see the ownership tonight. And right now there's a big, fat, red red O next to it, which might deter so many people that don't pay attention to baseball, just play with their little computers. But the Vladito, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., making his MLB debut. Mike Fires is the man that's going to give up his first hit, his first home run. So many great things. The Vladito... The, the Toronto Blue Jays almost a 4-5 total. Lefty's 331. Righty's 345. Off of Mike Fires. Vladdy's 4300 bucks, And I know I'm going to have a good amount of them because why the hell not? Like this is a smash spot for him. It's a great way to debut. The hoopla might be a lot there, but this kid's dealt with hoopla his whole freaking life. I'll, I'll, I'll take the chalk pill. I'll eat the pill. I'm not going to go full Vlad. That's just suicide. But I will have at least one or two, or I'll have a couple. I'll only make you know three to six lineups. I'll have some because how can you not have Vladito on his debut? Like you just have to have it. Contrarily, at the same price point of four three hundred bucks, you have Jose Ramirez on their stolen base last night, seven and thirty five in his last two. He's heating up there versus McHugh. He'll go way overlooked there with Vladdy at forty three. So don't sleep on Jose Ramirez. When you go down, you got Williams Ostadio in a great spot there. Howie Kendrick. Versus the lefty Strom at 42. Kendrick is just crushing baseballs right now. It's really, really crazy to look at his hard hit numbers and his stat cast data. Really, really crazy. You got Matt Carpenter, 4100 bucks versus Dee Sclafani. St. Louis, 4.16 total, fifth highest on the slate. Uh, righty's 264, but lefty's 365 off Dee Sclafani. So Matt Carpenter at 41. Very, very good look in that matchup. Sliding on down even farther though to the 4K range. You get GPP with Chris Bryant, or you go back to Ryan Healy, first base, third base eligible for Shelby Miller. Definitely on board on that one. Uh, you can try some Eugenio Suarez versus Mikolas. We prefer lefties versus Mikolas, but Eugenio in a stack you could look at. Gordon Beckham, third base shortstop eligible. He's averaging 7.7 points his last 10. Not running to play that on a 15-game slate, but just keep him in mind. Same with Yohan Camargo against Sensatella at 38. So two kind of cheaper guys if you have to. Not guys I'm loving. I'd almost rather go Brian Anderson at 3800 bucks versus Eikhoff in that matchup. A little more consistency there with Brian Anderson. But those other guys do have some GPP upside as you're building your lineups. Farther down you look, though, 
You got like Justin Turner's down to 3,700. If you have to go there, you can. He's just been so, so cold. Uh, Jungho Kang versus the lefty uh, Ryu at 36. GPP only. Same with DJ Mayhew at 36. I do like me some David Fletcher. Usually leading off first lefties. 21 points last night. His average is up to 301 now on the season. 21, 3, and 10 in his last three. This guy's got some good pop. I uh, just saw an article come out the other day, I believe, on Pitcher List. Again, keep plugging them with their product. It's amazing over there. And uh, good, good guys. And there's an article on David Fletcher and can he get this power back and whatnot. So a lot to like there with him at 35, third base outfit eligible, usually leading off versus left-handed pitching. And then other than that, you can look like Martin Prado went deep last night. He's 3,400 versus Eikhoff. He's an option for you. Um, but not much else. Travis Shaw is 3,300. He's heating up, but he does have some Jacob DeGrom and some weather to look at on that one. Let me get a quick sip of water here. And we head over to the shortstop position where we got Javi Baez who just keeps getting it done. He's eleven or he's fifty five hundred bucks versus Robbie Ray. I respect Robbie Ray a ton, but you gotta like the Cubbies a little bit. A four point two team total. Lefty's two forty five, righty's three twenty seven. Javi Baez will go super overlooked in this one because for four hundred dollars cheaper, you got Jorge Polanco. Again, shameless plug for Ben Bubba, episode one sixty five went deep into him as well. Um, as Ben Palmer wrote a great article on him about what's it going to take to love Jorge Polanco? Why can't, or basically, why can't you love Jorge Polanco? Fifty one hundred bucks. This guy is crushing it. Averaging eleven in his last ten, fourteen zero, thirty three and nine in his last four. This guy is hitting the ball so well. Gets Alex Cobb tonight at fifty one hundred bucks. Lots to love there with Polanco. Tim Anderson at forty nine versus Norris. Very very intriguing as well. Some Adalbert Thombanasi at forty nine is not bad as he's starting to slowly get it going. It seems. Got Johnny Villar at 48, Eduardo Escobar at 46. Don't sleep on Frenchie Lindor at 45 versus McHugh. That's an interesting GPP type play as well. But I like me some Polanco or Baez if I'm going all the way to the top. I and mean, even some Paul DeYoung at 5K versus Tiscofani. The top end of shortstop is very, very nice. If you're not going all the way up top, you can look at uh, Anderton Simmons at 41 versus Duffy. Simmons is heating up. We said it would happen eventually. He was so cheap, but he's so good. 8-28 in his last two. And he loves hitting lefties. He'll be in the middle of that Angels order. Against Danny Duffy again. Uh, we mentioned with Duffy, lefty's 332, righty's 347 in recent years versus Duffy. So you can take a look at Anderton at 4,100. When you drop down to the 4K and below, though, uh, Tim Beckham loved him yesterday. Loved him, loved him. 25 DraftKings points as he went deep. His numbers versus lefties, I wrote it up for the batter breakdown on top of the quant edge, is stupid. That was going into yesterday's game. I haven't even looked at him since they've updated. Like his numbers versus lefties, I know it's a small sample here, are stupid. Just stupid numbers. So Tim Beckham at 4K, very, very much in play. And that's just the difference. You get a lot of build-up here, a lot of great stuff to help build your lineups and answer questions between players. And then a batter breakdown gives you a little more stats, a little more honed in on a couple guys. But it's not the end-all, be-all by any means. Eric Sogard, second-base shortstop at 38. Mentioned him earlier at the second-base position. And then maybe some Cole Tucker if he's towards the top of the order there versus the lefty Ryu at 36 if you need to punt the position. Uh, Willie Adamas at 35 for looking to punt as well. Another cheap option. And then Carter Keeboom, supposed to make his debut for the Washington Nationals. He's 3,300 versus Eric Strom. Keeboom is a hitting machine. Destroying AAA this year. He destroyed the minors for the most part. But destroying AAA this year, it was a matter could his defense uh, improve to get to the bigs. They were trying to make it work with Wilmer Defoe and company. It did not work. So Carter Keeboom's getting the bump. He's 3,300 bucks if that game plays, which is questionable. He's in a really, really good spot there to help the Nats out and your fantasy lineups at a super cheap price. Outfield. 
This is going to be stupid loaded. You got Belly. You got Trout. Both great plays. Hanniger, Eddie Rosario. I love Rosario at 53. That's a very, very good price tag in that matchup versus Cobb. It's a great play. Marcelo Zuna keeps crushing baseballs at 51. I love that. But you have Bryce Harper versus Jose Urania. Urania sucks against lefties. So keep an eye on him. We drop a lot below 5K. You got like J.D. Martinez in a good matchup versus Morton, though. Uh, Michael Conforto at 49 is a good GPP play. But Jock Jams is back. It was three straight lefties in, in Chicago. He comes home to Chris Archer at 4900 bucks to look at some Jock Jams. Uh, you got Tommy Pham versus Walden at 48 A good look as well. Uh, mentioned Mancini already. Domingo Santana, nice night last night. He's 4800 bucks. Another good spot there versus Miller. Sliding on down some farther. You can give Nelly Cruz a look. He's just kind of been consistently good. Not great, but he's consistently good. So cash game, don't mind him. He's always got GPP upside, especially against a guy like Alex Cobb. And he'll go overlooked on this slate. Sliding on down even farther. Maybe you could tell Marte in his matchup. We talked about him earlier. Uh, Juan Soto versus Strama, like a lot at 45. Soto's just fine versus lefties. Don't worry about that one too much. Um, a lot of lefties on the slate. A lot. Uh, Byron Buxton could be a nice contrarian play at 4,300 bucks. He's averaging 7.4 points in his last 10, 8, 3, 7, and 14 in his last four. Interesting look there. Love me some Victor Robles at 43 versus Matt Strom. That's an interesting one there. You know, 8 and 26 in his last two. Kits it in 286 already on the season. Good looks there for Victor, Victor Robles. Going on down to like in a GPP, Chris Davis and Stephen Piscotti. Piscotti's been on fire. Chris Davis could always double dong. So both GPP relevant versus uh, Marcus Stroman at 4,200. The Oakland Athletics team total is just above four. Lefty's 331, righty's 304 versus uh, Stroman. So keep them in mind. Nick Marcakis only 42 versus Cincinnati is a nice play. Always under under owned at all times. Max Kepler only 42 versus Alex Cobb is way too cheap. Way too cheap. Even if it's a one-off because you stacked elsewhere. But if you're stacking the Twins, Max Kepler at 42 is crazy cheap. If Jose Martinez cracks the St. Louis lineup uh, against righties, he crushes the baseball. So $4,200 is a very good play. He's going to make sure he cracks that lineup. Uh, if Malik Smith, he got the night off last night. If he plays tonight, he's $4,200 in a good spot there versus Shelby Miller. Same with Alex Verdugo at $41 versus Archer. Two good plays for you there. Uh, farther down, you got Jorge Soler at four k versus Skaggs. I like that quite a bit. Um, we don't know exactly what level of you know Skaggs is ready. He's coming off the DL, but lefty's two seventy three, righty's three fifteen, and Soler. Big time power. Big power back there. So keep an eye on some Jorge Soler. The farther down we look, it gets a little interesting below 4K. Like Nick Castellanos went deep yesterday. He's only 3,900. First Rodon. That's a very intriguing play. I respect Rodon a ton. But that's a hell of a price tag in a GPP at 3,900 for Castellanos. A few more to take a gander at. And again, join me in any of the chats I'm in and I'll answer more questions. I, I can't go through every possible player, but like, Delano the Shields Jr., if he cracks the, the leadoff spot at 39, he's in play for you. Mention Yohan Camargo. Mention Brian Anderson already as options. Jesse Winker, if he's got a good spot in the Cincinnati lineup. 3,800 versus Mikolas. Good contrarian GPP play for you there. So much going on here in these lineups. Jake Bowers had a good game yesterday. Maybe he's starting to wake up. We shall see. But, yeah, check your lineups. Hit me up in the chats. I'll let you know. There's going to be a ton of stuff. David Fletcher's down here. Ton of, ton of options. The value plays, I tweet I tweet them out or I mention them in the chats throughout the day. So come join us and check it all out. All right, starting pitching recap up top. You got James Paxton and then Mad Max Scherzer uh, in the middle. Hungjin Ryu, Carlos Rodon, uh, McHugh, Colin McHugh, Max Freed, and then Charlie Morton. 
And then as your punts, you got Martin Perez, Danny Duffy, and Justice Sheffield. Stacking it up on a 15-gamer, so many ways to go. You got the Twins versus Alex Cobb in a smash spot. Absolute smash spot. They're like over a half a run better than the next team total on the slate. So love him. Love Seattle versus Shelby Miller. Those two stacks are just outstanding. Great spots there. Um, you can look at some lefties from St. Louis. I'd leave and look at some righties. I wouldn't completely write them off. But the White Sox versus Daniel Norris, very intriguing. Toronto Blue Jays versus Mike Fires with some Vladito is in play. You can take a peek at the Angels, but they got done late last night. Flew over to Kansas City, so keep an eye on that one. Tons of ways to go on the slate. Like, I, like really tons of ways to go. Oakland's lefties are in play. Baltimore versus Martin Perez can be sneaky nice. Um, tons of angles to go. I'm going to start with Minnesota and Seattle. That's my main focus. And if i got some contrarian stacks going for me there, you know, the Braves might go a little overlooked for Sensatella. Um, you mentioned Toronto versus Fires, the Angels versus Duffy, and then even the Dodgers versus like a guy like Chris Archer. Those could be some nice little late-night hammer there in L.A. if you so choose. All right, let's do some BBP and wrap this bad boy up. Will Myers, 4 for 13 with a double and two homers off Mad Max. Cesar Hernandez, 8 for 29 with a triple and three home runs versus Urania. Nick Williams is taking him deep twice. Marcus Simeon, 6 for 11 versus Stroh. Uh, Chris Davis is taking him deep. Conforto, two homers. Lagares and Nemo, one each versus uh, Chase Anderson. Christian Yellick, 14 for 32, two doubles versus Jacob DeGrom. That's impressive. Uh, ben Intendi, 4 for 11, double, two homers. Bogart, 6 for 14, two doubles and a homer. Moreland, homered as well versus Charlie Morton. George Springer, 5 for 14 with a double off of the Klubot. Carlos Correa is taking him deep. We got Nelly Cruz, 8 for 23, two doubles, two homers. Talked about him earlier. Uh, Garver's taking Cobb deep. Kron's got two homers. Rosario and Scope have both taken him deep. They have a 382 Wobo and a 257 ISO with a 295 average versus Alex Cobb. If you needed any more reason to play Minnesota Twins, there you have it. Hanser Alberto, Renato Nunez, and Johnny VR have all taken Martin Perez deep. Uh, Mike Trout, 6 for 14 with a double and a homer off Danny Duffy. Paul Goldschmidt, 8 for 13, three doubles and a homer off Dee Sclafani. Carpenter, 9 for 22. Two doubles and three homers. Marcelo Zuna, 5 for 14 with a homer. Dexter Fowler and Yadier Molina both homered. 288 average, 383 well with 256 ISO versus Steve Scafani. I told you the Cardinals are a very sneaky, low-owned option on this slate. Don't hate that at all. Jesse Winker, 4 for 8 with a double and a homer off Mikolas. Liked him as a cheaper option if he's towards the top of that Reds order. Keep an eye on him. And then a little few more to go here as we wrap this up. D. Gordon, 8 for 25 with a double off Shelby Miller. And then DJ LeMahieu, 11 for 44, two doubles and a homer off Mad Bum. It's only a 250 average, but something to keep in mind there. So there you have it. 15-gamer in the book, longest podcast of the year, because it's our first 15-game podcast of the year. Again, go check us out at thequantedge.com. Promo code Bubba for your discount on the MLB Season Pass. First month all sport or five-day trial. Go check all that out. And then check us out at fantasysportsdgens.com, at fantasydgens on Twitter. Francisco released his Week 34 Serie A soccer plays for the weekend. Bench with Bubba episode 165 dropped last night with Ben Palmer of Pitcher List. Earlier in the week recorded 164 with Mike Alexander of Rasball, Fantasy Alarm, and Friends and Fantasy Benefits. Talking about his fly index and much more. So great talk fantasy baseball-wise on both of those. Um, much more coming up throughout the week. We'll have NASCAR coming up and some other goodies. So join us in the Slack chat over there. It's free. Just ask and join. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Great, great weekend. Got Endgame coming out. Got Game of Thrones, the best episode they've probably ever made on Sunday. 
So much cool stuff to talk about on Monday. But hope you guys have a great weekend. I will catch you guys on Monday. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, April 26th edition. I'm out. Thank you.